All right, now we're recording for real. So this yeah. is episode 53, the Rojo Show. Special guest today, um, my boy Emmanuel, uh, from from high school. I don't know, man, from high school. Yes, sir. Um, I'm pouring shots. Cause that's how we do it here. Uh, <laughs> right, right. But yeah, uh, Mayo's in town for a couple days. He is a Rojo Show listener and appreciator. <laughs> so I figured I would have him on, and we would discuss some things uh, in a Rojo fashion. Um, so yeah. Cheers. You can. T- I mean, it's a double shot. You you can. Oh shit. Well, I mean, you was in the military, right? Right, right. I mean, y'all can't smoke, so y'all gotta y'all gotta get all that over some kind of way, right? Hey, I'm a certified alcoholic now. Don't say that. Come on, man. You you paint such a bleak picture. Okay. You finished it? Yeah. Oh, my God. I thought that's what we were doing. We were, but my glass wasn't set up for, like, my, my it wasn't. I'm finishing it now. Hold on. Mm. Uh. Hey, years of training, you know what I mean? You say what? Hey, years of training. Years of training, taking shots. You were in Japan. You, you have Fusaki? Who? Saki? Oh, yeah, they had sake out there. I know they had sake out there. Do you drink it? I have. Oh, okay. I'm not like, oh, shit, let me go get some sake. But, I mean, that's typical what they have out there. Oh. You was drinking, like, what was you drinking? You drinking Hennessy? No, I was drinking Crown, actually. <laughs> My mom is on this whole Crown kick right now because she watches, uh, or we all watch Ray Donovan. Mm-hmm. And uh, Ray Donovan drinks Crown straight. Sure. Drinks about three fingers of it, bruh. Straight. And he drinks it in like two swallows. Nah. Like with no... Uh, if you Well, Ray Donovan, he's got a lot of stress. He's like a... Uh, he's like a male, way cooler version of Olivia Pope. Like he's like a fixer. Okay. But like in Hollywood for like actors and like... Oh, so this is a real life dude. No, this is like a TV oh, show. Oh, it is Showtime. a TV show. Yeah. Oh. Uh. Where are my glasses? I feel weird without my glasses. <clears throat> um, can you tell the people a little bit about yourself while I find my glasses? Oh, man. Oh, really? I mean, like, I don't even know what to say because I feel like, you know. How do you know me? You know me from John. All right. Well, I know Jared from JCP. That's John's college prep for those that don't know. Uh, we played ball together on the team for a couple years. Hey man, would you educate the people on my ball skills, bro? Because they be acting like since I'm like artsy and I be doing like the podcast and I be dressing fly. You know what I'm saying? Like I won't hoop, man. I mean, he got a little, he got a little game. He got oh a little shit! Game. Here we go. I don't know if you thought I was gonna hype him up, but like, you know, he's the coolest <laughs> nigga ever. I mean, the he could play. Yeah, you know, so I guess don't let the appearance fool you. I had hops in high school. In high school, I had hops. Um, I don't need you to verify that. That's fine, Emmanuel. <laughs> it's fine. You can you can remain silent. I had hops in high school though. Yeah, I had no knee surgeries either. 
Oh, hell Bryant. I'm talking about Bryant. I was Who's talking Lee? about you. I was, yeah. Dude, what do you got a uh, cyborg knee now? He said, I, I don't, I don't, I, I don't really speak on Bryant nowadays, but in, in fact, as it pertains to his knee, he may have torn both ACLs twice. Uh, I feel your pain, bro. I only had two, but. He may have torn one twice and one once, but he's definitely torn both of them. Yeah. And I think maybe the first one, the first, like, the one that he did second, like, they may have, I don't think they did, like, a cadaver. Or, mm-hmm. I th- like, I think they might try to take, like, a, what do they do? They take a PC of Achilles or they take a PC of thigh or something? Um, but just a, it's two ways. To, it's two ways to do it when they repair an ACL. They, I think they take, I think they take a piece of your, either a piece of your thigh or, like, a piece of your Achilles and put it in your knee. And then uh, the new way they do it is like they take a cadaver, hmm. whole Achilles maybe, and then maybe, maybe that's where the Achilles comes in. I don't know, but um, I think one time he get, he got it done one way and it didn't do it right, and the next time he did it the the, the right way. That was good. <clears throat> Shouts out to Brian, nigga, squash that shit. But um, yeah, uh, only person you really talk to from uh, Jones is uh, is you say Paul. Yeah. Um, and I mean, you and Paul were friends before Jones, so Jones really ain't what tie y'all together. Nah, yeah, I know that. Um, we went to some, it was some summer program camp or something that we do at uh, Roosevelt University, and uh, he ended up, we ended up, I guess, riding the same bus down there and stuff. You know what I'm saying? So we was in the same class, and then you know how kids are—you just talking and blah blah blah. What school you go to? What school I go to? And he was like, "I'm going in next year," and I was like, "Oh." You know what I'm saying? I know hit another homeboy from Keller that was in the program too. And we all three kicked it, so you know, we met then and then he came to our school, sixth grade, so I've been knowing that school for over half my life, you know. Uh, that's what's up. Yeah, I didn't I I met Will and Jeremy in high school. Mm. Like I didn't I didn't know either one of them before high school. Um me and Will, we went to like I went to Kellogg, and he went to Sutherland. He went to Beasley, and then he went to Sutherland. Mm-hmm. But, like, our schools, like, had a party together, and, like, niggas told us that we was both going to Jones, and, like, we was just, all right, bet. And then uh, we ended up being, like, the same division and shit. Yeah. Like, so, <clears throat> that's how we still kick it. And then, like, we was both in, like, theater and all that type right, of right. shit. And then me and Jeremy met playing, um, well, running track, uh, running cross country. Uh-uh. And then we lived like right next to each other, so we ended up like just taking a train to work uh, to school together all the time. The damn train, man. Good old red line, man. It was like if you got on the red line at the right time, like everybody was on there. Like it would be like it. It, it very much like was like our own school bus. Like everybody <laughs> was like like if you got there at the right time, everybody was on there. You could, like, get off for a couple stops. Like, I remember getting off and, like, waiting on the cold sometimes mm-hmm. and then, like, going in. Or, and then, like, I got on at 95th, so, like, right. I saw everybody. Like, when t- by the time I got to school, like, I saw everybody get on. Niggas was, like, switching cars and they saw yeah, everybody get on. Hell, yeah. <clears throat> Niggas was down there fighting, <clears throat> which I guess we didn't know at the time was, a, is that, like, a federal offense? Is it? Yeah. Well, yeah, it's like government property or like yeah. city property or whatever. That's like a big thing. <laughs> but niggas was definitely down there getting it in. I remember like freshman year, 
when that Burger King was still on the corner. Boy. <laughs> it was like snowing. And like everybody that walked past, like Debo and Rob and like all of them old niggas was like just slamming everybody in the snow. It's like everybody <laughs> that walked past, it was just understood. That's why I just went ahead and got my ass on the train at Harrison. Man, and didn't try to walk down the Jackson. The <laughs> that was y'all bad kids that would be walking down to Jackson before y'all got on the train. Stupid. Or no, it was well. I hate to bring up the whole South Side West Side thing, but. It was the West Side kids that had to walk down to Jackson. That was <laughs> that was y'all own little problem issue. That's something that has really come up with me lately, like at work, because like I, I'm at this job now with a lot of. I don't want to say it's a lot. Of, well, it's a lot of black people, so like it's just we have to find other ways to separate ourselves. Right, right. <laughs> like okay, it's a bunch of niggas here, so let's find out. All right, smart niggas, dumb niggas. Okay, cool. Uh, South side niggas, West side niggas. So it's been like a lot of like South side, West side talk. That's how it always is, though. I don't know. I mean, that's just how it always was. I remember having like what is that park down on uh, State Street across from the police station? I used to play at after. Oh, right there on like Eleventh Street or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We used to have South side versus West side games. Yeah. So like that's how we picked teams. <laughs> like, it was like, like, like what? West side versus side. Like what? Like, Oh my god! That's what we doing today? It was, it was just stupid, <laughs> but it worked out. Like, I feel like it worked out, or maybe it didn't. Cause I feel like maybe Kobe. I don't know. Somehow it worked out. But yeah, I remember, I, I definitely remember having Southside Westside games, and now we like I'll be at work on a Saturday, and we'll all just be roasting each other, and we'll be talking about Southside versus Westside. It's like nigga. All that shit is terrible and good. <laughs> like, there's good spots on the South Side, there's good parts on the West Side. It's horrible parts on the south side. It's horrible parts on the west side. Yeah. Like, that shit is just all the same. But that's the thing, too. You know, like, everybody get this. But people that don't actually live in Chicago, you know, they have that idea that Chicago is, like, the worst place ever. Like, right. You, if you go there, you're going to get shot. You know what I mean? And, like, it's, it's like any other place. Like you said, you got your bad parts, you got your good parts. It's just on a bigger scale. Yeah. So, like... We're gonna have a larger mass of bad parts. Yeah. Cause it's like, while well, I live in Oklahoma now, it's like, you got the good parts and the bad parts, but it's like, okay, you in the ghetto for two blocks and now you in like this uppity neighborhood for like three blocks, you know? So it's just I mean, on a grander scale. That's how Chicago shit is. I mean, I was just thinking, like, when you were saying that, like, like they always had those, uh, those diagrams where they show, like, what each state is made up of, like, mm-hmm. or how people think each state is made up of. So they'll have like like for Oklahoma they really wouldn't they they wouldn't say anything uh, <laughs> they they just be like the th- Oklahoma City Thunder um, but then like for like uh, like they say like Nevada like all you think about is like gambling and hookers because mm-hmm. like like Vegas is there or like you think about L A and all you think about is like movies and like I guess when people think about Chicago like all they think about is like like pizza and dead bodies or like <laughs> like it's like it's like it's, you either get like people have the same conversation they'll be like oh I love Chicago I love Michigan Avenue I love like shopping or I love whatever and then they'll be like oh I, I hear Chicago's horrible like I hear they kill people everywhere and it's definitely not the same city like they're definitely not shooting people on Michigan Avenue right, right. <laughs> but like people do get shot in Chicago people don't though like I mean, like I said, like, somebody got shot right across the way from here, but, like, if you go, 
if you go six to eight blocks in the right direction, like there's gonna be somebody that's like, no, there's nobody ever getting shot right. over here. I mean, I I managed to not get shot while I was growing up here, so I mean, it can't be that. Bad. It's not impossible. I mean, I'm sure you know where if you I'm, I'm sure if you wanted to, you know where to hang out <laughs> to get shot to like to like raise that statistic. Uh. True, true. Like, no, nah, I'm not. I mean, that's not on my regular path. But, but I mean, like, like, I grew up in Roseland, so I mean, like, there was a that's true high possibility very that happened there. But and like, you grew up in Roseland, like when Roseland was still like a piece of shit. Like, <laughs> there's had there there've been like it's still not awesome, but like there've been like some developments. Yeah. Like, like they fixed up Southside Prep. Yeah. And like, I don't know. That's really it. I mean, last time I drove through there, they had some, uh, something popped up, because I mean, I guess, I think it was like Perry or whatever, you used to be able to drive down 111 to Perry, because you know, 111th, oh shit, I'll call back in a second, you know, 111th was the main street, right, so you used to be able to go down 111 to Perry, but now that was, you know, that's where, uh, Roseland Hospital was too, okay. I was actually born in Roseland Hospital too, or whatever. But, uh, like, it was, like, blocked off. I guess they, like, expanded the hospital or whatever, and then they started putting up some, like, uh, apartments on the corner. Yeah. Right there. I don't but know, like, man. Every time they fix up something in Chicago, it sucks, but I feel like every time they're about to fix something up, that means they're about to move niggas out and make it oh, more yeah. cushy for white people. I mean, that's how the suburbs started, basically. Yeah. <laughs> like, have you seen where, like, the Robert Taylor homes used to be? Uh, like that shit is like beautiful now. Is it? <laughs> it's beautiful. It's like fucking condos over there. See what like it is is that uh yoga you know, studios. No offense to white people, but white people got tired of you know being like oh I'm from Chicago and then getting called out from really being from Schaumburg. So now they want to move actually into the city. It's very true. Hey man, I mean let's keep it a thousand. I've had to check a couple niggas on that shit too, <laughs> man. Like especially like. Like, when I went to UIC, uh-huh. oh, it was all kinds of guys that was coming up there, getting their first tattoos, and talking about, I'm from Chicago, and then I'd be like, yeah, man, what high school did you go to? And then they'd be like, oh, I went to, uh, I went to Bolenburg High, or, oh, I went to, uh, I went to TF South, or, well, TF South niggas is kind of hard, but you still not from Chicago. Right, right. I mean, you know, wherever you went to high school, but... That shit was always hilarious. I knew it was just one check and we was like, matter of fact, it was when I was in the desert. Uh, and they was having this thing, you had to tell people where you were from. And one chick was like, oh, I'm from Chicago. I was like, oh. So I went and hollered out, like, oh, you're from Chicago? You know what part? You know, I'm from Chicago too. And she was like, because typically if you ask somebody, at least to me, if you ask somebody if they're from Chicago, you say, yeah. You say what part? They're going to be like, you know, South, south side, side, West yeah, Side. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? So she asked me, I was like, I'm from the South Side. Where you from? She was like, oh, Skokie. I was like, that ain't no Chicago. If you don't get it, it's just like this. It's just the yellow line. Fuck is the yellow line. From Skokie. I was like, that's not Chicago, but right on. You might as well be from Evanston. Like, if I ask you where you're from, you don't say aside, then, like. I asked what high school you're from. If your high school wasn't on one of them pluggers back in the day, CPS guys, you wasn't shit. Nah, them party pluggers, nigga. Them, oh, uh, no. them, <laughs> them, uh, <laughs> I know exactly what you're talking about. Them party pluggers, nigga. Them uh, Juke Jam, th- Jam 2003 at Morgan Park High School this Saturday featuring DJ Chip. <laughs> and then around it, I have, you know, Bogan, Southside Prep. 
Julian, Whitney Young. Whitney Young was on some of them, yeah. Um, all the cool high schools. <laughs> Jones would never all be the on real that high bench. Schools. Yeah. How did you get tricked into going to Jones? That's a good question. How did I get tricked to go to Jones? Well, here's the funny thing about it. Because, uh, you know, the neighborhood school for, my, for where I live was Finger. I don't nobody trying to go to no finger. Finger was on the plugger. And uh, my brother was going to Morgan Park, and I was supposed to be going to Morgan Park, too. Cal, you met was on the plugger. My sister went to Morgan Park. I should. I was supposed to go to Morgan Park. And then something happened. I don't know. Long story short, basically, I ain't getting to no other high school. And uh, we went and met with the principal of Jones, not the, what was her name? Dr. Barron? The white lady. Dr. Barron. Okay, yeah. We ended up having a new principal by the time I left, I think. Dr. Friend. Yeah. Yes. But uh, we sat down with her and whatever. And uh, I think I actually got en- enrolled into Jones like a week before like their summer program started. Crazy. Because they had like the summer program for uh, computers or some crap. Right, right. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. So I could take two math classes or whatever. Hey, who taught that? Miss Harvell. Crazy ass taught that shit. <laughs> so that was... Uh, and then from that, they were doing summer conditioning. They had like some freshman basketball thing or whatever oh. for incoming freshmen and stuff. And then so I fucked with that, and I was just like, "Hey, because I ain't like I say I basically ain't getting to no other high schools that's outside because you know you had to apply for the most part or like take some tests or some shit." Right. So. All of the schools like, nah, I ain't even get to Southside Prep, nigga. It's like right down the street, you know what I mean? Why? I don't, I, I don't know why. Maybe, maybe the motherfuckers thought I was dumb. I don't know. Because uh-huh. <laughs> uh, you graduated from Jones early, right? Yeah. So I wasn't that dumb, but no. for whatever reason, you know what I'm saying, I didn't get to no other schools. So Jones was like, I'm going to take him. So I went to Jones. <laughs> well... I tried to go to St. Rita, mm-hmm. or I got nominated for some kind of scholarship, but I didn't end up getting it. Mm-hmm. And then I tested in a Chaz, and I didn't get in a Chaz. Well, I don't think my mom wanted me to go to Chaz. My mom definitely didn't want me to go to Morgan Park, because like all the niggas on my block went to Morgan Park, and she just thought I'd just get there and just like just go to high school and not do shit. <laughs> um when I really probably could have played football. Been a beast to that bitch. But, um, I don't know. I think my mom fell in love with me, like, taking a train downtown. Huh. Like, she was a big fan of that, like, going downtown and being downtown and learning downtown. Because, like, she was from, like... Like, my mom is from the west side, but she, like, enjoyed, like, moving around the city. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? So she was like, you know, you go downtown... Saw all type of shit down there. You get exposed to different kind of shit. And then, like, once she went down there and met fucking Miss Bennett, Miss Bennett <laughs> talked to her about me being in theater. And then, like, I had been dancing for the last two years. And I was in all kind of plays at my grammar school and shit. So it was just, one statement, it was just a fucking rap for me. And she was just like, oh, yes. Oh, yeah. This is where you're talking. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and then once she saw that, once Miss Bennett saw that my mom was, like, buying it, oh, it was a rap. <clears throat> 
So, yeah, I ended up going to Jones, and I thought I was going to have a pool by junior year, and I thought I was going to have a gym downtown, all that other shit. They did not tell us that we was going to have to take the fucking train up to near north. They, they didn't even tell get us. that shit to like two, three years ago. One day, the school oh. finally got finished. Have you seen that school? i seen pictures of it. It's amazing. Because they bought the mission out, didn't they? Yeah, they bought... They, can, they have the whole block now. That's crazy. Like from from the old from the building we went to school in, all the way down past the mission, all the way down to like that shit was supposed to be done over ten years ago, bro. That shit is on our diplomas. Told us, yeah, we gonna have a new gym and shit, and I'm have my own bathroom. How we had a how our home games or away games at the same time, you know what I'm saying? Because <laughs> the show wasn't at Jones. The best year of high school was probably sophomore year. Yeah. That was the greatest. We had them home games. We had dances. We had a homecoming for real. Like, I guess junior year wasn't horrible because we still had the near north space, but it wasn't the same. Hmm. Near north was that? Oh, I mean, I like I said, I enjoyed school better at near north. Yeah, I mean, the junior year was. No, because junior year we was back at the real building, wasn't we? Yeah. But, like, it was still, like, basketball practice. Yeah, that's why we had to get on the bus. still dances at Near North, which I guess is kind of cool. But, like, I don't know. That shit got old. They wouldn't let us use the damn elevators. You know what I'm saying? What the fuck's wrong with them? Yeah, that shit was stupid. Near North, that shit was great. I was finger popping all over that school, bruh. (laughs) All over that school, (laughs) bruh. Finger popping, though. Shouts out. You stupid, is it? <laughs> I'm dead serious. Oh, man. No. It was so many nooks and crannies in there. This is fact. Oh, it was so many, like, little dips and, like... Man, shouts out to Yolanda. That's where they hit the, uh... That shit where we stayed overnight at the school, too. Yeah, it's the sleep-in or yeah. the, the lock-in, whatever that shit was. Um, I was... Bro... <laughs> That was a great year. That was a great year. Oh, man. I mean, the new building, too. Like, once they built that little art thing over in it. I mean, these is, these is major key. These is, these is, uh, <laughs> these is passcodes what right What you saying? Here. Don't tattle on yourself? These what is passcodes, man. Don't tattle on yourself. You know what I'm saying? Be phenomenal. You know what I'm saying? Because no, don't, watch out for the nobodies. Nobody. See, I don't know what you're talking about. I was a, you know. What? A student, you know what I'm saying? Like, man, I don't know. I, I can't really remember none of the chicks she was messing with in high school. Except, I mean, Zuri. But, for the record, I didn't mix with any tricks. I messed with nice, classy young women. Well, yeah, Zuri is, <laughs> if, she, if she's anything, she's going to be classy, right? I don't know why she has, I don't, I don't want to get into this on a podcast, but for some reason, like, she's, like, not, not a Rojo fan, and I don't know why she wouldn't be. I mean, uh, I think fried caviar is a great idea. Mm. I mean, I ain't heard from her in a hot minute, so, I mean, I don't even know. Oh, uh, well, never mind. I only brought it up because I talked to Monica, like I said, mm. Monica, shout out to Monica, my mm. Brooklyn Connect. But, um, at any rate, yeah, so, uh, high school shit, it's crazy style, but what are you going to do? And then you graduated early and went right into the Air Force? Nah, actually, like, uh, it was funny because, like, when I hit, I graduated early and then I, was, I didn't know what I was going to do, you know what I'm saying? So I was just working two jobs and shit. 
And then motherfuckers would be giving me shit because I'd still be up at the school anyway, you know what I mean? And, uh, and they're like, why are you up here? You know, me and Zuri were dating at the time, so, you know, I would meet her after school, you know, because I used to work at Old Navy on State Street. Yeah. So either... We worked there together. Even before or after I got off work, you know what I'm saying? I'd be down to school, you know, we want to see my woman. Why the hell y'all hating this shit? Right, you know? right. And Griselda used to be pissed off because I didn't stay that extra year to play basketball and shit. Yeah. So he'd always be mean mugging me every time I was up at the school and shit. Like I'm like, you're a grown ass man. You act like I did something to you. And you, know you act mean? like you act like it was scouts at that bitch. Yeah. Like <laughs> Jones was not the basketball school like that. And the thing is, like I, I'm not that great. You know what I'm saying? And I'm only five ten. So like me staying in high school and playing another year of basketball ain't gonna do nothing for me. For you, you know what I'm saying? So I used to always be up at school, and then I went to the military. A year later, because oh, okay. I went to prom, Missouri went to prom, and then like I think like three, four days later, I went to basic training. Crazy. Yeah. And then was that when you did you come back after basic training? Is that when we went down there for Missouri's birthday to that uh, to the Grand Lux? No, I think it might have been. Was it after that? Because I did come. You guys tracked the long distance thing? Huh? You guys tracked the long distance thing? Yeah. Of course you did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course she actually did. came down to my uh, BMT graduation. Oh. Her, her brother came down or whatnot. So, I mean, I was straight. Uh, I mean, like I said, long distance thing just didn't work out. You know what I'm saying? Uh, when does it? It's okay. It to be just, honest, to me, that okay. shit, it, it ain't going to happen. It's okay. It's not going to happen. I understand, it's, bro. It'll I work know. out for a little bit. Man. But and those it's always going to end. Man, so optimistic. Oh, yeah. yes. Yeah, okay. I'm going to call you as soon as I get... Okay, as soon as I get off, I'm going to give you a call, okay? All right, I love you. Okay? As soon as I'm going to sleep, as soon as I wake up, I'm going to call you, okay? And then... Nigga, stop calling. After a while, you just be like... And... I'm waiting on a text from a bitch that's not here. <laughs> when is a bitch right here? That was like, yeah. What are you going to do? That's but yeah. Fine. Yeah, that was straight. She came down there. Long distance didn't work out. I mean, but I and you had asked me earlier, you know what I'm saying, talking about my whole military thing, if I would do it over. And it's like, even if I knew everything would turn out the way it was, I mean, I got a lot of experiences that I don't want to give up, you know? Right, no, for sure. So, it was. I know people would give me crap talking about something. You're going to work for the man, you know? And then a lot of my friends, too, there's like Air Force, so you're going to fly airplanes. Like, nah, nigga, I ain't going to fly no airplanes. That ain't what everybody do. But. Have you ever flown an airplane? No. Really? The closest I've gotten to flying an airplane, because somebody asked me about that earlier. They was like, because if you know, if you. Working on airplanes, they would expect you to know how to how do to certain stuff like that or whatever. So, I mean, it's like anything, you know, you learn, you're a new mechanic, you got to learn how to get better at stuff. So, I mean, the most I did, I was engine run qualified. So, I, they went, they ain't finna let me taxi the plane down the runway and take off. But, you know, if we needed to run engines for maintenance or something like that, you know, I could run engines on the aircraft. And then we got to fly in the flight simulator. Okay. So, I mean, that was pretty cool. Because that stuff is legit, feels like you're flying. I guess that's just like you would assume police officers have to be really good with a gun, but they really don't. I mean, you would assume that, but... 
Does that does that kind of stuff make you feel any kind of way, or is that one of those things where it's like we assume that you have an opinion about it because you, we assume you have some kind of control over it, but you really don't? Like, do you feel any like being in the military? Do you feel any way about like cops killing black people or like any of that? Like, like okay, no, no, no here we go. This okay, okay. Here we go. Let's get into it. Do you give a fuck about Colin Kaepernick taking a knee? No. Do you feel some kind of like special bond with the flag or the the uh, national anthem? Yes. Okay. Tell me more about that. Because, I mean, I had posted and I had got a lot of slack from uh, some of my friends on Facebook or whatnot. Matter of fact, a couple times people were like, oh, so are you racist now? Do you hate white people now? I'm like, like what are you talking about, bro? Like... Uh, like me addressing or pointing out that there's some type of institutionalized racism going on don't make me racist. I'm not racist because I'm telling you there's racism going on. So it's like, as far as my connection with the flag, you know what I'm saying? Like if you're a vet and you understand what you serve in the military means, not why you serve, but what it actually means, then you're not going to get upset because this man peacefully protested. There's nothing that says he has to stand for the national anthem. You know because what because what does it mean? Explain that. Like when you say not why you serve, but what it means to serve. What does it mean to serve? Well, to me, I mean, meaning to serve. So, you know, a lot of people think like having a military is like some ploy, you know, and all this crap or whatever. But in my understanding, you know, like they say, you fight for the Constitution and all that stuff or whatever. Like if some shit was to hit the fan where there's another country or another entity trying to take over the U.S., people in the military, their lives are actually on the line to have to go do something about it. So, and it's like the same liberties that some civilians get, you know, like the right to protest or the right to do all this stuff or whatever. My liberties and freedoms are actually restricted while I'm on active duty. You know what I'm saying? All right. Because there's certain things that I'm not allowed to do because they don't want to make it seem like the Air Force or the military is co-signing on my belief. You know okay. what I'm saying? So it's like my stuff is limited. Like what? Well, like I'm saying, like protests and all that stuff. Uh, just like you can't really have a voice if you do it. It has to be obviously off duty. You can't be in your uniform. Right. And then at the same time, you still have to. It's like this whole big PR scheme, whatever. So you still have to do it in a way where it won't discredit the military. How Because would they even know? when I take my uniform off, you know, I still represent the Air Force twenty four seven. Like it even gets it gets so bad to the point where like there's a regulation on how to conduct yourself on social media. You know what I'm saying? Like wow. as far as like how to p- make sure you're not posting this type of stuff on your Facebook, make sure you're not putting this type of information on your Facebook. And I mean like they might have some type of way to rationalize rationalize it, you know, so it sounds good or whatever, but I mean like that's still stuff. Like you can get on there and be like, fuck the pose up popos, fuck the president, blah 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 blah, this isn't that. But if I was still in the military and I went on there and I said something like that, that's just my feelings, I could get in trouble for it mm-hmm. from the military. You know what I'm saying? But I do all, I do what I do to protect people's freedom, you know, from getting invaded from some type of other place that might restrict our freedoms even more. Like, I work to do that. So, like, if you understand that you're doing things to help out the citizens and give the citizens freedom, like, he's just exercising something that you work for him to have. He's not disrespecting you. He didn't say anything disrespectful about veterans <coughs> or the national anthem or the flag. Right. He just said 
he doesn't feel like America is living up to what it said it should. Mm-hmm. So he's going to take a knee until they do. Kudos to him. He ain't hurt my feelings. And then everybody going buy Kaepernick jerseys and burning them. You just put money in his pockets. Not even in his pockets. Because he don't make no money off of that. Players don't then, make money off jerseys. Then he said like he was selling. No, they got it. They get like a small, small percentage. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. might have to look into that. Because I had seen something where they were saying like he was donating all his profits from. From jerseys? Yeah, to. Oh, uh, okay. Uh. Some type of foundation. It may be a small percentage, but I, I could know the be majority lying, of that shit goes to the NFL oh, yeah. and like to the team. But primarily to the NFL because like the NFL licenses all the team shit. So I don't know. Um, I mean, what yeah. happened when he took a knee? How did that affect you? Like, how what, it affect what, me? What actually happened to you when he took a knee? Um, I had something to talk about on the Rojo show, but like you didn't. Take no money out your pocket and no. affect you psycho- psychologically. And, no, you know I'm saying like, why y'all no. butt hurt because he took a knee? Well, we not. Well, obviously, we not the ones red. Well, I'm like, like big man. why you big mad over that? Um, and they mad to the point where like we not gonna watch football. Are they? They you not. Know, people were football? saying like we not gonna watch football. He needs to not have a job. And it's like y'all that upset about him taking a knee, but y'all not mad. And why he's taking a knee. People getting shot, you don't care about that. No. But he kneeling during the football, doing the national anthem, now you're not going to watch football. Which just perpetuates what he's talking about. That just proved what he was talking about, so. Uh, a lot of black guys in the Air Force? Yeah. Yeah? Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. A lot of white guys? Yeah. Mexicans? It's a lot of everybody. I mean, some people ain't even citizens. You know what I'm saying? What? Yeah, you you can get your citizenship. It's somewhere like if you serve, it kind of like makes it easier for you to get your citizenship where you can get your citizenship while you're serving or whatever. So you don't actually have to be a U.S. citizen to be in the military. Oh, wow. I didn't know. And then I got a homeboy. He was in the military. He's a U.S. citizen by like, he got a green card. You know what I'm saying? And he came over here to join the Army or to join the Air Force? Nah, he didn't come over here to join, but I'm saying, like, he was over here. He had a green card, and then he joined the military. So, I mean, like... So, they, like, either helped him keep it or just made him a citizen? Yeah. I guess the, the Armed Forces can just make niggas citizens if they want to. Like, they can just expunge all that shit. Because, like, a green card, like, that's supposed to be, like, something you get while you work in another country, right? Something no, like that's, that. like, I think that's a visa. Like a oh, okay. visa, like like visa. green card is like your immigration card or something. Oh, I don't know. I remember some rapper talking about snatching green cards. So I guess if you lose your green card, you just stranded in that other, in that country. And they send your ass back to where the fuck you from. It's deep. So being in so now you live in Oklahoma. Yes, sir. Out of the Air Force. Retired at 30. Yeah. I wouldn't necessarily call it retired, but, you know, I may do. I ain't working. If that's what you want to call You're retired it. from the Air Force. You going to go back? Nah. Yeah, my Air Force days are over. Hi. How you hey. doing? Mom, this is Emmanuel. How you doing? Emmanuel, this is my mom. Did you hear the show with her? I sure did. Yeah. He's a real host show listener. That's what I was telling you about earlier. This is the one with the kids. I showed you the picture of him and his sons. 
with the beard and you liked it on Facebook. Okay. I'll remind you. It's <laughs> Facebook familiar. Yeah. But we went to Jones together, so. Are you okay? Disappointed that you didn't ask me the right question. What questions did you want me to ask? Say, okay, I'll be there, Mom. I was on my way. I asked you where the I asked you where the hospital was. And I knew I knew this was gonna be an issue. I asked you where the hospital was, and then I pulled up like like five minutes after you left. I don't believe you. Dad. I came in, I was like, where's mom? And she was like, my she just left. Ready to let her mother go. So, you know, when your friend calls you and say that what you do, you drop everything you're doing and you go. And if you happen to call your son because you don't like to drive when it's raining and say so, uh, and he knows it well, uh, Phyllis is about to let her mother go. Where's she at in Trinity? Where's that at? Okay, I'm gone. I can't ask where the hospital is? It don't. It shouldn't matter. Where was the hospital? It don't matter. Where is Trinity Hospital? I put it in the GPS, and I drove over there in the rain, old lady Okay, Google. Where is Trinity Hospital? 93rd and something, back up in there. Advocate Trinity Hospital is at 2320 East 93rd Street, Chicago. That's nowhere from here. I knew this was gonna happen as soon as she called me. As soon as she called, as soon as we got the phone, well, number one, because she hung up on me. <laughs> I guess as soon as she heard that answer, she didn't want to hear it. She hung up on me. And I was just like, I got to just get home as fast as I could because I thought she would still be here. And I came in, and my dad said she had just left. Well. <laughs> <laughs> This is a look into the life of Rome, man. We gonna do it. Uh, yeah, where where were we? Oh no, I don't either. <laughs> <laughs> I just totally changed everything. Um, yeah. Do you talk to your dad like that? How did your dad react to you coming home? Uh, well, you didn't stay here. Does that say anything? You didn't stay with your dad. No, no, no. No. I mean, my my pop, he. He actually lives in Florida now, you know what I'm saying? Oh. So he was in town. So I mean, I don't know. My father, he just be chilling. Oh, he was just sitting in the house, just watch TV all day. I guess. Granddad. I mean, does he feel a way about being granddad? No. Nah, yeah. Probably about like close to ten grandchildren. Really? You have siblings? Yeah, I got two older brothers and a little sister. Oh. I don't know even. I thought I don't know why I thought you may have been an only child. No, no, I wish. Um, I'll take that back. I love my siblings, but I'm just saying, you know, I wish in the sense of an only child might have been kind of cool. Oh yeah, most of the most of the people I know that are only children are kind of like asshole. I mean, I didn't want to say it, but they're kind of selfish. Yeah. They kind of like, or they they kind of they're kind of used to having their own stuff. Yeah. So, like, you know, if, if you are in a situation where, like, you place something in a way that they don't, they're, they're quick to, like, move it back. Or, like, you know, hey, uh, I, uh, like water this temperature. This <laughs> <laughs> is very specific. I want three ice cubes. I guess, man, I don't know. But, yeah. Well, that's cool. 
I have a sister. Mm-hmm. Younger, right? Yes. That's who we met to get the microphone from. What's up? You was gonna shake your head? I can't believe you guys about to send me a I I I told him what was up, man. I told him that it was a spare the moment thing, mom. That's my water. And then I really I really got rushed to start it when he told me about his new baby, mom. It was just like Is that new baby. <laughs> <laughs> I like what you did. I like kind of like you was in trouble, and then like you deflected you. that to me. Mm-hmm. Why are you just in like trouble? You got in blood. trouble. I'm not, not saying I was in trouble. I'm saying like you were in trouble and then you threw attention off no, yourself. No, I was to just me. saying. I was just saying. You you remember how I was? Like we was in here. I was kind of. Right, right, I, right. I right. pouring some shots. I was clearing uh-huh. the table, mm-hmm. and then you were. <laughs> no, <laughs> but I, and then it was like you know, bang! I got shot with this piece of information, yeah. and it was just like everything just paused, and I had to hurry up. Yeah. We were so celebrating. We were celebrating Emma Lynn. More so, the, more so the more so the win part. Hmm? That part was interesting. Oh, I have one on the way. Congratulations. Yeah, Hello, rudeness. Jeez. <laughs> Just say oh, no, you didn't no, no, no. say anything. <laughs> Congratulations. Mm-hmm. Congratulations. <laughs> like, he's got two beautiful black boys, two beautiful strong black sons. Now he's about to have a daughter. Really? You know it's a daughter? Mm-hmm. Mm. Beautiful daughter. Mm. His wife excited. <laughs> his wife. What are you talking about? <laughs> Stop it. <laughs> you talking about his wife? Mm. What are you talking about right now? You know, calm down with that dog. Calm down with that. Wife is a four letter word. <laughs> <laughs> this, is with his, this is with his woman. This is a new lady. What's her name? New lady? Yes, ma'am. What's her name? So this is not the boy's mama. <laughs> mom, we said new lady, so obviously no, it's not the not. boy's mama. No, ma'am, it's not. Hmm. How old are the boys? Eight and one. Strong, strong black boys. Eight and one. Manny Jr. and Kingston. King. Stun. So Becky back from the block. Becky from the block. Who is Becky from the block? Where is the Becky girl from? <laughs> Who's anything about Becky? Why does that name got to be Becky? Whatever. Why do you assume the name is Becky? I'm just talking about the baby girl's mother. Oh, Emma Lynn's mother. <laughs> what do you mean? Why do you say Becky? That's you know what she is. That's part. ironic. I don't know what she's in front. So you gonna marry her? That's possible. <laughs> <laughs> this is why I gotta have video so we can see her face right now. <laughs> oh, no. I need an Instagram story for this. This is. I don't understand. I guess you know I'm real old school. Oh, mom. You wanted to have a girl by Becky. <sighs> you could just. Be I don't know how to answer that. Like, yeah, I didn't. No. I didn't want to have mm, a girl anymore. But. You want to have a son with Becky? If I had a son with, what does it matter if it was Becky or not? I don't care <laughs> if it's Becky or not. Oh, I don't, but uh, 
from having a daughter. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And she, and she's going to be tight. She's going to be beautiful. Mm-hmm. Y'all tight. I'm sure she will be. Yeah. I'm going to check in on you because what I've been noticing. I wish health and prosperity. What I've been noticing is that. All the what happened with the one year old? The one year old and the eight year old. Oh, the same mother. Mm-hmm. Okay. What happened with that? One. And already. Things just don't work out like it. Mm. You didn't try hard? I guess not. Mm. This is no longer the so, Rojo uh, show. <laughs> this is so no longer the Rojo show. What guarantee do Becky have? That by the time the daughter turned one, that you won't be, you know. I mean, she doesn't. I mean, nobody has any guarantee. Mm. Perfect, perfect, perfect. So, mm. that was a perfect counter. No, not at all. Because I'm, I'm, you know, I love black men. Mm-hmm. I really do. As do I. I just want Pause. them. To, I just want them to, you know, know Pause. what they're doing and be right about it. Mm-hmm. You know, strap it up. You know, protect your juices. Don't just put them everywhere. That's not. I'm not. Okay. Like I said, I'm gonna check on you. Maybe on her face. And see what's going on, cause uh, someone right after a year. Yeah. You still see the boys often and stuff. Mm-hmm. We know how black. Well, I was just down there a couple weeks before I came down here. Couple came down where? What you mean came down? They in a different state? Oh shit! Yes. Oh my God! Becky here? No. I don't live here. I'm up here for my grandfather's funeral, oh, so I'm so just visiting Chicago. I live in Oklahoma. Hopefully that'll get oh, a little oh, better. Oh, so is Becky black? What the fuck? What hmm? the fuck is she talking about? She, she not? What? Why would she call it a Becky? What happened? <laughs> oh my god, <laughs> mom! I was she totally not? on your side until you just <laughs> okay. Pause. So <clears throat> let him tell his story. Definition. We just want to pause for identification right now. Ever since Lemonade came out, Becky is a common colloquial term for a oh, white okay. girl. A white girl. No, not necessarily. So when I you just, said I Becky. In- no, I, I thought it was assumed that you knew she was Caucasian. No, so cool. now, so now this is another this is another no. reaction. Yeah, I, it, it didn't mean white. Oh shit! No, Becky just meant another meant another girl to me. See, mom, those those shoes right there, and to the podcast listeners, I'm I'm pointing to my all white Ultra Boost. Those are my Beckys. I didn't know that. So wait a minute. Uh, oh shit. <laughs> it's about getting, to, get it's about to get deeper. Girl, I thought I thought we had deep. already got deep, and now it's going deeper. She not the little boy's mother. No, she's not. Mom, did what? you? Okay, so when I was saying he has two beautiful black boys, right? And I think I remember seeing the pictures. Pull them up. I'm talking about in this conversation right now. Right. Uh huh. That I was out. alluding to that. Okay. And then when I said he's gonna oh have my. a daughter. Oh my! Podcast is. You guys are experiencing this twice now, but. For her, it's the first time. It's okay. Oh, I didn't know that. I'm sorry, man. I <laughs> no, you're fine. I, mean, I, didn't, <laughs> I didn't know she was going to be here. I didn't know that. Yeah. That's how it is, huh? <laughs> 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 oh, my God. Oh. So, uh, so you know, you don't okay. like sisters no more, or she just... Oh, I mean, it had nothing to do with liking or disliking sisters. Mm-hmm. Like, uh... That relationship just did. Tommy Ford out. died. 
No, they say he was on like. Life first, support. they said he died, then they was like he on life support. Oh my bad. That that would be the only thing that would break this conversation. A uh, uh, continue. Oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, nah, well, it had nothing to do with the uh, preference. Well, you know, I, it's really sad, and I hate Uh-oh. to say it. Uh oh. You know, but uh. Uh-oh. You know, come. forget the marriage. <laughs> That's awful. It is. I don't mean it like that, but dang, I just hmm. Another one bites the dust, man. Wow. <laughs> At least he didn't have a son with the white girl. It doesn't. That doesn't matter. It me. does. No, it so doesn't. he can't. The black sons are going to inherit all of his assets. Let's hope so. And then. No, not say. all of them. <laughs> Let's hope they want a sister. Yeah, I remember that. Mm, mm, mm. Stop, don't. Uh, uh, uh. Don't be rude. I wish I could see the look that I'm getting right now. Definitely getting the look. I feel like I'm being scolded. And this is the other young lady. Well, that's his, uh, that's his. That's not the baby mother? Who what? No, that's his, that's your stepdaughter, right? Yeah, that's my stepdaughter. That's her, uh... Their mother, that's her daughter. So she had a daughter already, so you left all three of them. Oh my I god, he ain't nobody. left nowhere. What you mean? Who's that daughter? Becky's? No. Oh. Mom. That's this my stuff. This is a family. This is his, this is, this is his sons. By all her three mother. of them have the same mother. All of them got the okay. same mom. This okay. is his stepdaughter who he treats like his own. Mm. Okay. Upstanding father, I back him all the way to Becky's door, and then I and said, "And where's eh. Becky? You got a picture of Becky? She better be a." I didn't even, see I didn't even ask for a picture of Becky. <laughs> <laughs> oh no! I didn't even ask to see oh, a picture of Becky. Be. She better be what? Oh, you know what she better be? What her picture? Is. Oh shit! <laughs> she just better not be whitey. I just hope she's not overweight. I just hope oh, she's what? not overweight. Oh, what? Overweight. Like, you know. She she can be skinny. Some of them be skinny. I told you. If she's bad, I'll... If if she's bad enough, you can get a pass from me. Just... I will put that out there. Rojo listeners, if she is bad enough, you will get Mm. a pass from Mm. me. Oh, she better be super damn bad. If you come over here with Scarlett Johansson, I'm good. We good. If you come over here with Maggie Gyllenhaal, my dude... I'm going to have to report you, bro. We can't be friends no more. Why, though? Mm. I don't and, know. And, and take, take, just take a little break. She can't now. be ugly. <laughs> Mom, stop it. Okay. She's saying everything I said, though. I mean, I, <laughs> I do agree that you... It's a, I don't it's, even want to show you this picture because y'all be like... Why you want to go drag Hey, hey, hey you want to be proud of her. ain't about being proud. Yes, it is. You know, not be, me not being proud of it. Okay. Well, it's like, I don't have to... I don't need y'all validation. And Very true. Hey, hey, We're not, hey, I'm not trying to validate. I'm not true. trying to validate. That's true, you. but you want her to walk in the door and be able to say, that's mine. Mom, mom. No. Okay. This is my friend. Maybe he do. This is my friend, mom. I'd say the same thing to you. Okay, she look kind of cute. Show the rest of her. Is it Cassie? <laughs> Boom. See? <laughs> I'm so happy. <laughs> I'm so Her happy that went okay. Her parents like you. They like that in Oklahoma. I think, I, think I saw her dad with a picture with a t-shirt on that said all lives matter. No, it didn't. <laughs> no, <I'm just> 
Now you instigate this shit. <laughs> I'm joking. Oh, shit. Oklahoma, huh? Uh, what he said about what come from Oklahoma? That's not Oklahoma, <laughs> that's Texas. No, that's not Texas. Uh, that's not what he said in there. He said Oklahoma. I don't know why. Only I th- two things. I think you can say that for many things. Uh uh-uh. uh. You saw like, that, didn't you? Office uh-uh. of the Gentleman? Uh-uh. Okay, look, let's look For at him it. to be in the Air Force, he hasn't seen a lot of these Air Force movies. Like, if I was in the Air Force, I feel like I'd just run down everything from Platoon to Hurt Locker to Let American me say, oh, you wasn't, oh, I thought you were getting my full body one. Uh, <laughs> I mean, you don't have to show her the full body one, but you can okay, show me one. Mm-hmm. Uh, Where you meet her at? You can show me one, though. In Oklahoma. At the stove? At the Thunder Game. Oklahoma City Thunder game. Why she's a cheerleader? Uh, choreographer. Stop lying. <laughs> I'm gonna go with you. <laughs> well, as long as you and her happy, I guess that all that matters. There you go. Her family happy that she's mm-hmm. pregnant. They just love you, huh? And you believe it. <laughs> oh my God! <laughs> This is no shot. This is no weed. This is just her. <laughs> this is just Wednesday. This is 5, 10 on Wednesday. Oh, Lord Jesus. I'm sorry. I don't mean to you know, make you uncomfortable. He is not uncomfortable. Because like he said, he ain't looking for no validation from you. I guess not. How your parents feel? They okay? My father's fine. Mm-hmm. He's in Oklahoma. No, he's in Florida. So is she pregnant there? Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> what the hell kind of question is that? Let me see. She got on a big shirt. Nah, man, them is hips. Really? Those is hips. Yeah, well, they all down on our thighs, too. There you go, hips and thighs, man. You got him a, you got him a Oklahoma cornbread fed white girl with a pretty smile and some mm. uh, immaculately arched eyebrows. Mm. I didn't know what's You need this bar. No, yeah, that's where my microphone goes. Thank you. That's a new microphone. No, it's not a new microphone. It's nothing new. It's the same thing I've been using. You had this? Yep. Well, that's nice. Congratulations on the baby. Put a little picture up. Uh, how uh, how did what's her name feel? She she y'all truly separated. She don't have no problem. She know about Becky being pregnant and everything. Oh, yep. She, she cool. Everything. These are questions I would have never asked. <laughs> she got her a new man? I'm not aware. I don't know. It's, it's sometimes harder for the women. Men seem to go right in and get them somebody right away. Blended families. Mm-hmm. I envision I envision them all going on wonderful summer vacations mm-hmm. together. Just together. Yeah, I heard that story before. And in my mind, it goes further. But for this podcast, <laughs> it just go, it just stops there. They just go on wonderful vacations together. And it works out beautifully for Emmanuel. Okay. That's nice. I hope so. Yeah, I hope so. <clears throat> but yeah. Well, that escalated quickly. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing. We didn't say anything. It's just a, another wonderful, uh, wonderful segment from Director Love, a.k.a. Uh, Mama Rojo. Just came in and just, you know, she just got down to the meat with Emmanuel, you know, which I guess 
Uh, we all need sometimes in life just someone to come in and just get down to the mother fucking meat. Your mother happy too? Uh. <laughs> mom, mom. Is she okay? She gives a speech similar to me. No. I, she, oh, she, happy she, she, is, she is just happy that Emmanuel is happy. <laughs> Lay off. She must never just, give him that speech. Mom, <laughs> mom. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> oh shit. <laughs> So, um, uh, interracial couples, what are you going to do? So, uh, is she, does she listen to rap music? Yes. Yeah? Does she listen to, like, like white music, yeah. too? Huh? Does she listen to, like, white music, too? Not so much. Oh, okay. That's what's up. <laughs> I don't know. I've never dated a white girl, but I've always told myself yeah, if I did... did that was eighth grade, right. seventh grade. Her sister married to a black boy. She had a baby by a black guy now. What's wrong with that? She stayed true to her roots, man. Not like her sister who messed with over the black dudes that didn't marry the white guy. What? It'd have to be somebody getting married. He got married, didn't he? I don't know if her sister did. I just know she got a uh, mixed baby. Aw. She said one of them little mixed babies. <laughs> Listen, man, racism is still alive. <laughs> they just be concealing it. <laughs> Ooh, shit. That's rough. Power to the people. I guess so, man. I guess so. I don't know. But if the revolution if the revolution happened, would you kill her? <laughs> I'm joking. I'm joking. I'm joking. I'm joking. Um... Wow, how much time has gone by? I don't even know where to go after that. I don't either. It's intense. <laughs> yeah, it's super intense. It's like we're just having this conversation. Back it. Oh, man. And then that wasn't even it. Like, I thought we had. Like, I thought we were all on the same page. I thought we were like. It was all out in the open. Man, I thought we had made it through the bumpy road and it was like cool, cool. And then it was like, no. it's not cool. I mean, but you have to know that that reaction exists, right? Oh, yeah. You know, to be honest, like, I expected that reaction. Okay. So, that's why I wasn't even bothered about it. It was just like... Was it like practice? You got, you got like, some good talking points now? Like, you got, like, some snappy comebacks? Like, <laughs> <laughs> like at least I can always catch a cab. Like, <laughs> I don't know. Something like that. I don't see anything wrong with it, obviously. Obviously. That's what's up. I don't see anything wrong with it either. For you. I can't do it because I've been so black for so long. I don't know. It would just be weird. Not saying that you haven't been so black, but, you know, 
I'll be like posting dashikis and like I got. I get you. You kind of feel like okay, you red, might, black, and green yeah. should have grabbed my neck. But that's my thing. I guess they had posted something earlier too. They said like how that uh, Luke Cage dude. How they said like that show was so black, and then I was like, but well, he got a white girl or whatever. And then you know, it's like as if it's contradictory. Like you can't be black and then love somebody that's not black. You right. know what I'm saying? Like I hear you. So it's almost like they make you try to make it as if I just use myself for example I'm a sellout or something because or I can't be black or I'm not as black as the next person because I'm dating somebody who's not black Hmm. so basically with that rhetoric and that idea then it's like I have to give up something of myself to appease another person so to prove to you that I'm black enough I'm not going to be with the person that I want to be with I'm going to be with a black person just because they black just to make you feel good about blackness. You know what right. I mean? So, it's like, just let people do what they do. If they ain't hurting you, they ain't hurting you. I feel you. But then I do feel how you feel. Like, okay, like, now, can I really walk around with my girl holding hands and I got a dashiki on? And like... So, I just have to be that much more affirmed in my blackness. Yeah, you gotta be ready to slap a nigga, bro. So... <laughs> You gotta be ready to hit some nigga with like a five finger death punch. <laughs> For real. Cause like I feel that shit cause like uh like I'm I'm officially like you know how in Chicago like you know it it's like it don't even have to be like homeless dudes, but there are like a lot of like crackheads or like that be at the gas station. Yeah. And like once you're an adult, like they give you like they let you know what you are. Like when you walk up and they be like, uh, alright, big homie. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Or they be like, uh, Alright, bro. Alright, bro. I, all I get now is, alright, black man. Alright, brother. <laughs> alright, brother. And I'll be like, okay, well, I guess I'm that dude. And then, like, when uh, when I am out with <laughs> my black women with natural hair and afros and shit, like, when dudes do walk past me with white girlfriends, they always, like, I don't know, they always, like, no. like, drop their head in some weird way. I'm like, bro, if you out there with your white girl, you like it, then do your thing, man. Like, I don't give a fuck. I know, I know they be on you, B. I know you be, I know they be on you. I know that's a part of your, you know what I'm saying, your king shit, that white bitches be on you, but I mean, I don't know. I think that's more so what it is. I feel like people know who they can challenge about it. <clears throat> like, I, 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 and I might be wrong. I may just be like, putting some kind of mythology on myself, but I feel like I could tell dudes that are with white girls that, like, are with them because they, like, fuck with them or with them because, like, they feel like it means something or, mm-hmm. like, it makes them feel some kind of way because, like, I mean, so I don't really... Thing they feel like yeah, there's yeah, something yeah. special about them. Right, like, like, I don't I don't know. Yeah, like, it, it like, completes some kind of look for them. Like, mm-hmm. they got this, like, alternative black look and, you know, black girls just don't get me. Like, they're just, like, not on my level. Like, you know, they haven't... They don't know Stanley Kubrick, and they don't know Blase It's like, what the fuck does that have to do with anything? <laughs> like, it's all some clown shit. It's like the, the, the corny black dude that has, like, the Asian girlfriend. It's like, oh, on, yeah, man. Like, yeah, yeah. They foreign. Yeah, like, yeah. she don't even kiss you in the mouth, bro. <laughs> like, her last name is Jackson. Right. Well, come on. She's never been to that country she's from. <laughs> right. Did you want me to squeeze some limes? We 
keep uh, tequila mixed with lime on deck. On deck. Hey, ain't nothing wrong with that. On deck. But yeah. So, can I ask you about PTSD? I mean, if you want, I'll... I know this is a weird transition, but, but like, <laughs> so like, PTSD is post traumatic stress syndrome. And it's like, I mean, like, a quick a quick description of what it would be is just, like, like you have, like, really bad memories and stuff? Uh, not necessarily, because, I mean, like, anybody can, theoretically, anybody can have PTSD, you know what I'm saying? Right. So, I mean, it just depends. Because, I mean, that's just what it is, post-traumatic stress. It's not, not necessarily has to do with military or war or anything. And it's going to affect everybody differently as well. So, I mean, some people have... Real, real bad memories have night terrors, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, I would become more paranoid, or I like to call it observant, or you know, aware of the surroundings than they used to be. Uh, I know me personally, I just I have trouble sleeping, and then uh, depending on where I am, you know, what I'm saying like most times if I'm out somewhere, I like to make sure my back is against the wall, you know what I'm saying, so that I can see the whole room, you know, so I always know what's going on, or whatever, I had that type of heartbeat. Uh, now, this kind of stuff is obviously from, like, like experiences that have to do with that, like, where you, like, you feel like you always need to be, be able to, like, see the whole room, or, like, situations like that, so, like, is that from a situation where you weren't able to and something happened, and, like, now you're, like, always aware of that, or, like... You're so used to being in situations where you have to uh, be able to watch all areas or be super on alert that has you in that situation, or like what? Uh, it was just like, I mean, probably the only wor- only bad thing that happened to me, or whatever, or I say the worst thing that happened to me is, uh, you know, when you are where we were in Iraq or whatever, you know what I'm saying, they did a lot of uh, mortar attacks, you know what I'm saying? Okay. So, like, you know, they'd be shooting mortars and shit over the gate. And, uh... Matter of fact, I almost got blown up my first night in Iraq. You know what I'm saying? We was going into the chow hall to have midnight chow or whatever. And then the mortar went off probably about maybe two, three hundred feet away from where we were walking in. Hmm. And it went through a school bus or whatever. Because it was a parking lot right next to the chow hall. And I was like, like, dang, I just got Tyrek and I'm already about to die. Right, right. I got four more months of this, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And, uh, you know, it was just a regular occurrence. And then, like, so it's like sometimes, you know, loud noises might kind of give me a jitters, but at the same time, you become desensitized to it, too. Sure, sure, sure. Because at first, you know, there's like, you know, you hear an attack, get down, you know, and then they would, like, lay down for two minutes and then try to get up and get to safety, you know what I'm saying? But I always take cover. Don't just start running because you might run into the, you know, where it's going to mm-hmm. blast. But, you know, like, get down, wait for two minutes, and then get up and get to cover. And, you know, in my job, I work outside, you know. So, uh, you get to the point, you get desensitized to it, too, because, you know, it's always these mortars. And I'll be sitting out there smoking my cigarette. And I'm like, incoming, incoming, like, boom, you know, something hit the base. And then, like, well, let me finish my cigarette first, <laughs> and then I'm going to go walk over here to this bunker. But... I mean, four to six months of just sitting around and, you know, just random explosions going off. And I know there was times that they woke us up and kicked us out of our living quarters because it was supposedly a suspicious package. And, 
nobody knew what this box was, and they had to have EOD come over there and blow it up. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Because they didn't know if it was a bomb or not. So they just sent EOD over there and they just blew up the box. Those are the guys in the Hurt Locker outfits? Yeah. Crazy. So, I mean, I still don't know what it was or whatever, but it was a couple times that stuff happened. Or you sleep, and then imagine being asleep right here and then a mortar blow up in the park right across the street, you know, right. something like that close. You know, mm-hmm. just later, like, well. Yeah. Give me those. The warm ones are going to be easier than the cold ones. And then just with that, sirens, explosions, and I wasn't, I don't, I was in a lot less area to be harmed than a lot of other people. Sure. Because I had friends that worked in the hospital. Flat. Oh. I had friends that worked in the hospital, and they would, you know, people that would come in, that were injured, you'd see that stuff, or, you know, working in airplane maintenance, I might sometimes see caskets coming off the airplanes, you know, as we walk in, you see caskets coming in and stuff. So, like I said, it wasn't. Those people had a lot worse scenarios happening right, than I had, right. but I mean, just to not be exposed to that stuff. And I was only, I was 19 when I went to Kuwait, and I was 20 mm-hmm. when I went to Iraq. You know what I'm saying? So, I mean, like, you're young, you're still first time really not being in the house, and you're in this type of environment. Mm-hmm. So. Mm-hmm. That's pretty deep. It's just, everybody deal with it differently, though. You know what I'm saying? I just don't sleep. <laughs> you don't <laughs> sleep now? Uh, not well? Not well. Like, what's a, what's a good night of sleep? If I could get a good six or seven hours, like, of uninterrupted sleep, without, like, waking well, that's up. that's good, though. That's, it's few and far between. Like, I usually get, like, every hour, two hours, I'm up, mm. and then I'll lay there for like, 20 <coughs> minutes and go back to sleep. I mean, they've given me medication for it, but oh it don't really help. And then all the medication, they got too much side effects. So I was like, I'd rather just not sleep instead of, you know. You tried natural stuff? Like what? I mean, you like, like lavender oil. Like different teas or something yeah. like that. I think that helps a lot better, but I'd be like, I'm not for the taste of where you're going for what I get fat, you know, a change right. of attitude, and then you can't even get an erection either, you know what I'm saying? It's like. That's okay. It's not okay. Whatever. It's not okay at all. Yeah. They had started giving me that stuff while I was actually in the military, too. You know what I'm saying? We got our fit to standards. That's Saltpeter. Uh, hey, oh they call us my name. <laughs> they uh, you know, get their fitness standards, and I was like, well, I can't keep taking these pills. Like, if I'm getting fat, and I have to maintain a 38 inch waist right. or smaller, and these pills are making me fat, and I was like, the outside effects to me is don't, it's not helping. How old are you now? Uh, I'll be 31 on the first. Okay, so all of that is still relatively new in a sense, you know. Well, you made it. You went over there and made it back, but then they send you back with you know issues. You know what I'm saying? country or something else. You yeah. didn't kill no kids or nothing, did you? No, no, ma'am. Not well, I mean, you may not could help it. He okay. can't even tell you he got a white girl. He think You think you can tell you he killed some kids? <laughs> you can't. <laughs> You've I mean, already set the standard the of kids. not... You have already set the standard of not being understanding. I am. Sometimes <laughs> those kids come out to kill you with little arms with that shoe. Oh I've seen God. the video. <laughs> he said the movies is not... Well, I don't sometimes know. Sometimes you do have to... You know, sometimes those kids come out to kill. I ain't killed nobody, unfortunately. That's good. I sent a lot of stuff over there to soldiers and stuff. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, they appreciate that stuff too. I know, like, I was over there and they got this big box because it was around the holidays. And we mm-hmm. opened it up and it was like cars, like little kids made and stuff or whatever. Oh, and like ladies would send over like uh, <laughs> packages with like cookies and stuff in mm-hmm. it. And, you know, oh. like 
I think my favorite thing they send over those little crystal light lemonades. We can mm-hmm. get our little waters and mm-hmm. make us some lemonade. That was a lick back there. I said, <laughs> I said toothbrushes and all kind of stuff like that. Gum. Yeah. Gum. You just yeah. you'll be surprised like just little stuff. Yeah. Can't we send a big old box of stuff. And it, I I don't like to do stuff around the holidays because you're over flooded. Mm-hmm. I like to do it just in the middle of the summer or something like that when you're not getting a lot of stuff. Like I said, they, they we definitely appreciate it just to like here's a box and you open it up and it's something that. Everybody can mm-hmm. you know, get a part of it. Yeah. That's what we did. Yeah, well, that's wonderful that you did that. You know, that's a whole new respect for it, brother. Yeah, seriously. You know. That erases the whole white girlfriend thing. <laughs> you know, she's like, no, no. I'm glad you know. Not really. Oh, Whatever. Goodness. It is what it is. I don't want nobody to think that, you know. You're racist? <laughs> I'm not. I mean, hey. Yeah. I, okay. You just I have love your black men. You have your preference. I That's love black men. Have you heard that Dog the Bounty Hunter video? That just reminds me of <laughs> when uh, Dog the Bounty Hunter found out that his, uh, his daughter was dating... Some uh, black dude. Uh-uh, I didn't see that one. Oh, man, the video is crazy. It was like, uh, it's not that we don't like niggers. <laughs> it's, just that, it's just that we can't have him in our family, okay? The way we deal with things, I mean, we can't have him around, and we say nigger, and then he gets the wrong idea. I mean, <laughs> we don't say nigger like you're a piece of garbage. We say nigger like... You're a black person. I was just like, wow, <laughs> my nigga. He's yeah, dead ass. So much He's dead ass. Like, this is his explanation for things. That shit is crazy. Just going to squeeze them. Why are you spending all that time? I was getting them all ready. So you're going to ask me to do something. And then tell me how to do it. Yeah, I had a cousin that went to Vietnam. Oh, yeah, nice. Mm-hmm. He got killed. Mm. They ambushed him. Hiding in the trees. Vietnam. Is that the war Ali wasn't trying to go to? Yeah. 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 That's what's up. You feel any kind of way towards Muslims now? No. No. Like if I had like, like my girlfriend's name was like Saharazad, like mm-hmm. you wouldn't feel like when you when she walked in, you wouldn't like. Pat her down for mortars and all that shit. No. <laughs> that was an ignorant question. I'm yeah. sorry. Well, no, not really, because a lot of people have a hard time separating, you know, a person and that actual ethnicity. I know old people, people that still don't mess you know with man? Asian people. Damn, Damn Pearl Harbor. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Old white man beyond that shit hard. You know what I'm saying? So, I mean, like, a lot of people can't separate that stuff, but. I know your girl wouldn't know that she didn't mortars off at me. You know? I don't think so, man. You know, I'm fucking bad chicks. So, she might have been over there getting down, man. I don't know. That's what's up. So, fatherhood. That's yeah. awesome. It is. Yeah. Do you see stuff in him that you do yet or not yet? Besides, besides his head. Emmanuel has a huge head. His son has a huge head. The uh, youngest son looks to have a huge head too. Uh, a little bit, I suppose. But I don't know. He's not as. He's more mild mannered than I was as a child. Yeah. Cause I was always getting into stuff, breaking something, getting in trouble, getting a whooping. 
Like something was always going on. But he's a good boy. He don't give his mama no problems. Oh yeah, he does. Um, but not as bad as I used to be. So. What's his thing? What are eight year old boys into? He hasn't discovered girls yet, right? No, uh, not do he uh, play some little sports and stuff? No. Trying to get him into it, but he got bad allergies real bad too, so you mm. can't really be outside. You gotta get allergy shots and stuff. Mm. But uh, so he's a techie. Yeah, he well, likes to good. be on his Wii or his iPad or something to that effect. Mm. Or you know, since Pokemon just made this new the relaunch Pokemon with, go. so not the y'all into Pokemon cards and stuff. That's what's up. You feel so like he can't go outside at all? I mean, he can, but I mean, like during like allergy season and stuff or whatever, like he'll get a lot of drainage in his eyes. It'll look like somebody just went and punched him in both of them. Like that's how bad they spill up. Mm. So he can't be out too much. Does he struggle with that? Like, does he have friends that be outside and he want to go outside? And you like, no. Uh-huh. I'll be trying to get him to go outside. He don't be wanting to. Only time I get him to go outside now is if I tell him to take him to go get, catch some Pokemon or something. <laughs> He's got a tablet, right? Mm-hmm. I feel like I saw him with a big ass screen. I was like, man, catching him up. <laughs> 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 he a tablet. He's like, he ain't, he ain't playing no games, bro. Uh, give me no little cell phone. I want to see him all. That shit's crazy. Well, fatherhood is straight. I mean. This, they a doozy, you know what I'm saying? But like you, you know, when you asked about seeing stuff in them that I do, or whatever, ain't even got to be so much stuff that they do, you know what I'm saying? Like if it's of your loin, like sometimes I'd be in awe, you know. I look at my kids and they look that much like me, you know what right. I'm saying? You just be like, I did that shit, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> so you just kind of be in awe, like some you produced a fucking person, right? Yeah. Is there, would you ever attempt to, like, move to the same state as them? Like, either them come to you or you go to them, or? I mean, yeah, that's in the, that's definitely something that's in the process of happening. It's when that time frame is going to actually, you know, come, I don't know. Well, that's definitely something that I'm trying to work out. Especially with the new situation. Yeah. I'm gonna tell you, bro. The white girl is gonna be more understanding and more willing to move towards the black chick than the black chick is. Oh it's yeah, 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 yeah. That's already the direction it's supposed to be going. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. <laughs> Can't say I don't see the benefits sometimes. <laughs> now, is is the head really better? No, I'm joking. I'm like, okay, uh, you have to answer that. I'm sorry. You have to answer that. That was too far. That was too far. But yeah, um, I mean, this is good, man. I mean, my mom really came in. And set she just came in, brought it, like, whew, took it way left. Again, I mean, I'm, I'm sorry about that. I'm not. I'm not sorry that we documented it. But I'm. I'm so, I didn't. Again, this wasn't an ambush. This wasn't a trick or anything. Um, she came out of nowhere, bro. She came out of nowhere. Alright though it's, I still blame you though Cause you know How you kind of Diverted that to me Really? Like, 
I mean, we'll have to listen back, but I'm pretty sure the judges have already decided that that wasn't what that was. I mean, she was going to go for that anyway. I mean, she didn't even know nothing about it until you brought it I was up. Gonna, I, you thought I wasn't going to bring it up, baby? <laughs> I mean, come on. She, had the same, she basically had the same reaction I had. If the tape hadn't been running when you first told me, oh, it would have been hilarious. <laughs> oh, man. That's what's up, man. I mean, hey. Some of my favorite people had white women, man. Oh, okay. Michael Jordan. <laughs> Richard Pryor. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That nigga still love them. You know? You ain't got enough clout yet. It's, it's just gonna, you just gotta get in the group, man. It's gonna be a whole group. It's gonna be you. It's gonna be Derek Luke. It's gonna be Tay Diggs. It's gonna be a group from Go Luke hang Cage. out with them, nigga. Yeah, man, y'all gonna just go out together. And y'all gonna defend each other's white wives, man. It's gonna be beautiful. Hey. You know what I'm saying? Gotta stick together, bro. Gotta stick. Mixed power. <laughs> Mixed power. <laughs> Y'all gotta find some kind of hashtag, man. Like, swirl power. White wives matter. White, White wives, wives matter. matter. Oh, <laughs> shit! That's amazing. That's good right there. That's amazing. White wives matter. If I had some real <laughs> listeners, that, that should be all over the place. <laughs> that should be viral. White wives matter. Oh, that's great. That's a gem right there. That is. That's a, a passcode. Don't tattle on yourself, man. Don't listen to the nobodies. Listen, it's the nobodies that don't want you to be happy, man. <laughs> Nobody wants you to be happy. E. Nobody wants you to. You know what I'm saying? Have that. Milk of magnesia. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Hey, your snow queen, man. Get your keep, man. If she love you, love her, man. You know what I'm saying? Nobody care. Just make sure she use a washcloth, bro. Do white girls use washcloths? I'm just joking. <laughs> I, just, I heard the white people they use washcloths. I'm sorry. I don't know if it's true or not. I mean, I just, this is just something I heard. You wild, yeah. <laughs> I'm just saying. Do you use a washcloth? Yeah. Okay. White people are people too. I didn't say they weren't people, <laughs> bro. I was just saying sometimes I've heard and I know some that wash with the bar. Oh, they rub the bar on their body. Yeah. Wow. I don't even use bar soap. That's I use Dr. Bronner's. Liquid soap. Peppermint. Yeah. Makes my booty tingle. Pause. You can't have that one. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to get some sponsors, man. I want Dr. Brown to sponsor me, bro. Send me some of that peppermint soap. Send me some rose hips. You know what I'm saying? Send me some, uh, they got a tea tree oil joint. Get at me, Dr. Bonner. You see, I got content. I got my man here. You know what I'm saying? We talking about so much stuff that's relevant. We talking about interracial dating in the Black Lives Matter era. We talking about post-traumatic stress syndrome. We talking about being black and in the military. We talking about responses to Colin Kaepernick. We talking about real shit right now, man. Yeah. And you've heard from somebody from Oklahoma, which, when was the last time you did that? I don't know. But yeah, this has been Rojo Show, episode 53. Uh, this has been awesome. Emmanuel... 
If you're ever in Chicago, do not hesitate to look me up. All right. Bet. I will be a little bit better in, in knowing when my mom will come around. All right. But, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> well, I won't up. have anything else to drop away from there. So. I don't know, man. I mean, if Becky had twins, she might. It's only one in there. It's only one in there. That's what's up. I don't want to wish anything on you, but yeah, yeah, man. Uh, continue success, man. Do your thing. Um, I look forward to hearing what you're doing next. Look forward to you finding something to do next. You know what I'm saying? Exploring this free time. Yeah. Um, thank you for fucking with the Rojo show. Oh. Um, that should be keeping me going sometimes. Wow. Thank you, man. Wow. <laughs> Shit. Thought about a bitch. Feeling like a faggot. I just dropped all of this shit. Well, turn off the damn thing. Stop recording. It's over. <laughs> Episode 53.